Welcome to Owen and Baru's Barbecue. Tonight we're cooking up something real fresh. We've got some jumbo fried krill, right? Space krill specifically, as well as a heaping dose of split pea night sisters soup. Joining me, uh, as always, are my co-hosts, co-hosts in crime here, and, and the chef de casa. My name's Matt. I'm joined with Nick and Chris. And I don't. I'm glad know to be here in the chef de casa. <laughs> I think it's just because I recently watched the Barbie movie, so it's it's oh, in my brain. Okay. Um. Anyway, we're here to talk about Ahsoka episodes five and six. It's going by so quick, and yeah, we right. only have so much time to cram in these two episodes, which I felt were full of mythology and theories yeah. and I ideas. So yeah. um, we've we've kind of talked, but we kind of have not talked about these episodes at all. So um, I don't think I've talked really at all. No, none of us. No, really. not not really. Other than the uh, Nick's One Nick's texts, which. Yeah. Yeah, and whenever I see you guys text anything, I just delete the whole thread. I'm just like, I'm not reading this. Like, I'm not going to get spoiled on bull this bullshit. So the question is, did you become the cool dad in the last couple of weeks? Are you mm -hmm. like your kids watching on Tuesday nights? You know what? I asked my daughter, and she said that I was already a cool dad. Oh. And that I don't need your approval for this. Oh, my God. She... From her. <laughs> Honest, honestly, um, she would be the most, like, up late if we watched it she would be the one that would be up like theorizing thinking like not able to fall asleep so she's fine with it we watch it on wednesdays when they get home from school so it's kind of a treat that way um so no i'm not a cool dad in chris's eyes <laughs> but well no to be fair this is mm -hmm. actually a continuation of a recommendation from our uh our guest last episode ralph Ralph, yes, I was. Of getting, which we all joined, jumped on the bandwagon to to give you sh uh, stuff for. Mm -hmm. I, yes, well, and um, but you know, I I did have a parent to parent conference on this, and mm -hmm. Colleen, who you know helps produce this show, you know by by putting the sizzle on on the the, the show here. It's true, and and a listener to the show, as I, mm -hmm. I found out, um, you know, she had the mistake of of or at least jay did of allowing the boys to stay up and watch and then they wouldn't go to sleep so uh, yeah. i felt very vindicated from hearing her now i realize i have teenagers that are a lot older than her kids but um just a little bit just a little bit you know let me let me just live live my life okay we're here to talk about ahsoka not my kids sleep habits <laughs> Um, these were two epic episodes. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I know how at least two of us felt about uh, episode five. Um, I'm not sure how you guys felt about episode six. Um, Chris, why don't you start off with how you felt about episode five? You know, episode five for me was one of those episodes where I mean, I think anybody who's following the show and if you have any type of social media page, you're, you're going to be inundated with um, people's reactions to episode five. You know, and that, the, that's the big elf in the room. I think that it was the, the callback episode, the flashback episode, if you will, that the Clone Wars and Rebels fans alike were really yearning for. Um, and I thought they did a really good job with using the format of the show to, to jump back into that world, into that time and capture the feeling of Clone Wars, um, without, in my opinion, without going over the board, cheesy off the wall, like making it a separate show type of situation. I thought they did a really nice job. Um, with how they kind of blended it into the storyline, first of all. Uh, the casting was incredible, I think, for young Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, I thought they did a really nice job. There was the same girl from, um, I think she was young Gamora from yep. Guardians. She was also in Barbie. Also in Barbie. Yeah. yeah I don't know her name, but um, 
that was snips dude like that that i mean that was my big bit my big beef with episodes one and two is like i wanted more snips we got snips like i think they did a really nice job with that character and the casting for for yeah. young ahsoka now i think um, nick would like to counter that no that's it, fair no it's fine I, I i don't knock the actress one bit she was fine you know we actually put it in a weird kind of context to see an actual child playing young ahsoka because she was a child at the time yeah she was like 12 or 13 um I guess just in my mind, I really wanted to see Ashley Eckstein play that if they were going to play sure. that young because she's she is small enough to play that role, even though she's in her 40s or maybe late 30s. Uh, you know, with the amount of makeup they could put on her, they could probably make her look young, but it is what it is. I mean, like I said, I don't fault it. That's just me as a, a you know, Rebels and Clone Wars fan wanting to see Ashley get some kind of part in the show. I think yeah. I think this this uh, and I and I understand what Nick's saying, and I think we've we've as hardcore Star Wars fans through this show, there's been bumps along the way where we've you know like Hera right out of the gate. I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm having a hard time. Yeah. Um, in this episode, episode five, I get to see Hera be a parent, and that mm-hmm. was the Hera that that I like. I was like, oh, this is this is great. That moment where Jason's sensing something, and you know, and wants to talk to mom and there's always been that point as a parent where your kid's talking to you and another person's like trying to interrupt and you're like, hold on a second. Let me, let me just talk to my, my kid for a second here. You know, it's just like, I gotta, I gotta hear them out. Um, so those bumps along the way of like how we connect with these, these characters, um, you could almost say that because one of the criticisms about that episode is that it was fan service, that these flashbacks were just fan service. But if they were just fan service, then maybe they would have used Ashley, you know, or they would have been more, you know, I felt like it created a template for showing Ahsoka's backstory for those that haven't seen any of those mm-hmm. things. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, this is the trauma that she's she's <clears throat> dealing with here. Right. And we, and we see her on the other side of the trauma at the end of the episode where she is lighter. She's she's now kind of like dealt with Gandalf some the, of those off the gray or gray off the white That's right kind of the comparison you know yeah and and aptly put you know so i guess i i felt like it served the purpose of, of showing at least what this child had been through and we got live action clones dude so for the yeah. first time for the first time yeah and we got what and what's his so name's good. voice for rex too and that was really really cool yeah. i thought they did a nice job with that um i, I mean don't I think that there's one thing where neither of us have mentioned yet, but Hayden Christensen, holy shit, that dude, like he was awesome. Like, oh my God. Absolutely knocked it out of the park. You know what I mean? Um, like, and that's tough because he was, that was going the, from, that was the Anakin, like the, his portrayal of Anakin from like, the, the prequels, right? Yeah. And then a whole new life was injected into that character with Clone Wars, right? So there's a whole new like ulti- like all these different layers of his attitude and who he was, less of kind of a whiny little you know, mm-hmm. whatever, and like yeah. turned into like who he was in his post adolescence and like in his late teens, early twenties as he's becoming a Jedi Master and, and being, um, you know, uh, the teacher for you know uh, Ahsoka's teacher. So like I think that like. He nailed it. Like he absolutely nailed it. And I was I wasn't sure like that the episode prior when we got that that release of his, you know, we got to see him, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, I was like, is that was that AI? Was that him? Right. Was yeah. it real? Yeah. Um, and sure as hell I was, right? So like I just think that you you saw and you know, not only did you see him as Clone Wars Anakin, you saw him as Clone Wars Anakin progressing, yeah, yeah, in one episode. Like right. you had like three different stages of Anakin. Um Clone Wars Anakin, as portrayed by Hayden Christensen, who never had the opportunity to do that. But don't really. you think that he he's he's watched Clone Wars the cartoon? Don't you think I he's at it. least you don't I'm think sure he's seen, seen? I bet he's seen some of it, but not all of it. Yeah, That's a lot. He hasn't too. watched them all. Yeah. He, but okay, he probably That's, had to for this, right? So he probably had I to mean, do some, you know, studies. He 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 has the. To me, that was that was that Clone Wars era, Anakin that we saw from the cartoon, and he brought it to life, which I which I just was like, great. And in this one episode, I get those, those vibes. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, probably the best 
Hayden Christensen that we've had in Dude, the entire what? unbelievable. Like I yeah. mean, I'd be shocked if he doesn't have some type of job after this. I mean, at least he should. Like he's. he's I I think I think good. we'll still see him again. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I feel like now you will. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I, I think there was as Hayden Christensen as an actor. I think like a lot of Star Wars actors who got negative pushback. Like they kind of don't want anything to do with the role for many years. And I think him as same as with the actor who plays Jar Jar, probably the young actress who plays Rose. There's a lot of people that were like, okay, I don't want anything to do with that yeah. anymore. Uh, right. And I think doing the Obi-Wan series took a load off of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and cause yeah. like when I saw him down in Denver, he was nothing but smiles and happy, and 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 you see that clip of him at celebration where right the, the crowd is in, you know is is really pumped to see sure him. Sure, we know how to make a feel guy feel good about himself or something. Right, like that. yeah, and he's like, I'm yeah. getting misty eyed, you know, because I think it was like a it was such a, a a weight lifted off of him to see mm-hmm. the fans actually embrace him for the first time. Yeah. And because I mean, he got dumped on, like that. I mean, his character yeah. got dumped mm-hmm. on, but there was never any like there was no um, outlet for anybody to justify his role. Like it, all you had was just the fanboys getting angry. Yeah. And I mean, it's ju- it's justified, well, especially in episode two, because yeah. you know, he's playing just a whiny teenager and that he's, he did, he's, yeah, he did he's the a role. petulant little yeah. brat. I mean, he's yeah. no, yeah. he's no better than Joffrey from game of Thrones. In, right. Anyways. Yeah. Um, I think, I think what we loved about cartoon clone wars, Anakin is that it gave us a, the friendship with Obi-Wan mm-hmm. and that we got to see that develop. You got to see him as a mentor and as a teacher and having those moments where he is kind of like engaging as he does in these flashbacks with Ahsoka, you know, even as he's trying to give her a lesson. Um, now, and, and fan service or not, those flashes when it goes to Vader or when they modulated sick, his sick voice. editing, dude, that was awesome. When they modulated his voice and he comes back yeah. and he's like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. that was just. I love that stuff. In like the slight, you can I, see I, the, the the yellow in, in in Ahsoka's eyes for a half second. Yeah, like, yeah. And you, I, but I also think there there is a really cool like. <laughs> what's that? Chris, no, just we're Nick, going Nick, Nick, Nick's like, I oh, want to go back to yeah. this one point. Yeah, yeah no, sorry. No, it's just, yeah, no, it's fine. Like it's just one of those things where it's like, because that's just the way we are. We talk. He's like, you know, we're we're skipping to here, to yeah. back to here, and it's like and that's what we but, do. It's like yeah, ADD Star Wars. I know. Yeah. Uh, Welcome. No, and that's one of those things too. I originally thought the same thing as well. Is like, was that because you know you hear the line that he says? This like, everything I am, you are. Every you know, you are mm-hmm. part of a legacy. And right. so it's one of those things. When I saw the saber, you know, come up to her face, and you see her eyes be yellow for a second, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay. I originally thought that. I was like, are is she really yellow right now, or is it just the reflection from the saber? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, right. I, I kind of do want to think it was a moment of her being of rage because mm. it was like he said at the very beginning of the episode i'm here to finish her training i'm here to basically put her through the trials that she never had right and, and that's mm. how i saw everything within the world between worlds was that that was her trial to become a jedi mm. um mm-hmm. and uh I like that. yeah and I, so it, that that moment in particular she has that rage she has this well, we, feeling we, we, of we, like what we Sorry, saw it in the episode prior where she throws um, Shin, right? She throws right. her. That was that was out of rage. And right. so and you also with Morgan, uh, you know, when he said, how did you learn this information? He goes, let's just say I didn't follow Jedi uh, mm-hmm. you know, protocol. So she clearly right. tortured her so or right. something. So One or, of the cool or, things or I, I was mentally. watching and observing, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't think of this. And, I mean, I didn't come up with this. I saw someone speaking about this. I thought it was really cool. It was um, a TikTok. It was, it was a TikTok actually. Um, so there was someone discussing the idea about how you could go do a flashback to was it um, episode three? I think it was when Anakin's being seduced by Palpatine, mm-hmm. and Palpatine says, "You know, I can teach you the secrets of how to prevent or protect your loved ones and prevent their death." Oh, that kind of seduction. Okay, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which was kind of like fulfilled in this episode, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, because mm-hmm. he, he helped prevent his the death of a, of of someone he cared about in in Ahsoka. 
Well, that's that was my thought. That's why I sent you guys that one text. You know, it's just a thought, you know, mm-hmm. because we know that Ahsoka died in the Clone Wars and the spirit of the daughter went into Ahsoka, which is why the owl is always there to help her when she needs help. Mm-hmm. And you see in that same episode before that, when she dies, yeah. you see the uh, the father actually say the chosen one is meant to take my place. And mm-hmm. if you don't, then the real world will suffer because you have to keep my daughter and my son in check. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that was one of those things. There's like through Anakin's death, he finally got the power that Sidious promised him. Hmm. Uh, in a way, I mean, that was, that's that would, good. Yeah, no, that'd be an interesting thing. I, you know, the that mythology, um, and and I'm I'm really impressed with Ahsoka with how it's laid out a lot of mythology and it's it's creating a mythology by answering things. I love it. Yeah. So, um, how they introduce the father, the son, and and that to to just the casual viewer too. You know, it's just like you know, um. Does, you know, I know you had mentioned, Nick, like, you know, is the son Ezra, mm-hmm. you know, um, maybe the son hasn't revealed Ezra, himself I, yet. I think the son's going to be on the planet, the new planet. That would that uh, would make sense. Because, because go ahead. And, and I mean, we haven't gotten to episode six yet, but there is specifically a power that he is after there. Right. Um, uh, what's Balin. his name? Balin. Thank yeah. you. Because uh, yeah, you you, you hear him say that. I mean, he nails every uh, scene he's in. Yeah, absolutely. But you hear destroys. him. You hear him say that to Shin. Is that can you feel it? You know, can you? Yeah. Something stirring here, and mm-hmm. you know, it immediately made me think of the the bogan or whatever it was. You know, the the no the Bindu the Bindu, and then like you know the Bindu mm-hmm. says, "I yeah. am in the middle," yeah. and so if he's in the middle, there's clearly one on both sides of him, and we have right. not been introduced to those two. So it wouldn't surprise me in your wasteland plant that's full of death. Sure. That that's where the, the dark side is. Um, or something that, you know, cause he talks about the mythology, you know, and the, the childhood, you know, legends and stories and that it, he kind of alluded to like, this place is a place that he could change what went wrong. Well, that's, that's interesting. Cause like, I mean, like I said, I have, three pages of notes of just like Matt was saying this, this, these two episodes, Matt didn't ask my opinion of what I thought of them. Uh, I, but, I hadn't got around to it. Cause we yeah. just, we just, you uh, know, well, um, I mean, these two episodes to me were the two kinds of episodes that I love. And I also kind of hate in a way, uh, because being such a plot person, I didn't like that. You know, the story didn't progress much. I mean, this is all, these two episodes nope. were world building episodes and that's fine. You know, yeah, I think, I, I think it's even more than world, world building. It's actually like it, it's like it's the next like 15 years of Star Wars content is what yeah, is being built it, on these two exactly. episodes, right? Yeah, yeah. it's like, a lot it, of it's stuff. Incredible. Like, once we get to the next episode, you, there's so much potential of like, whoa, where is this going, right? And right. I, think, I think with Bayland, I think as we've said, he's not a Sith, he's a dark Jedi, and I think that's what he is yearning to do is just like how Palpatine did in Rebels, he is also wanting to access this world between worlds. To go back and I mean to the very beginning and right. stop the the, the duality. This, of the two. this is this is what what I I, I we're jumping all the way to episode right. six and and just kind of skipping skipping some other things that that uh, we can we can get to. But we'll I do I do think that Time that permitting. that makes a lot of sense plot wise because mm-hmm. they've introduced world between worlds and and I try to look at the show as though like there are some people that haven't seen this other stuff. Right. And, and you, you kind of introduce the world between worlds with that Anakin, like all of a sudden, boom, he's here. How did she get there? What is this? Right. Um, but to pay it off with Balin being the one to open that up or say, this is the gateway that I've been looking for. Because with this, I can change all of the things that that went wrong. Because right. he's clearly got some issues with with how things he, didn't go. My my um, thought my thought on all that is that we're it's going to go back to that same scene when Ahsoka had to stop Ezra from saving Kanan. Right. And in the fact that it's one thing for him to pull her through in a mm-hmm. one moment, but if Balin really changes something far, 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 far back. Right. What are the implement, implement, 
implementation, <laughs> whatever. Where the, what's what's going to happen is a ripple, yeah, for a ripple effect for that to the point where she you know, she says that it's like if you stop Canaan now, you all die because. Right. And mm-hmm. so I think that's going to be the same thing. And so we're going to get probably I don't, not in this season, uh, mm-hmm. but the end game for this season, maybe in the Filoni movie. We're going to see that where we're going to see Knights of the Old Republic. We're going to see someone from the mm. future. We're going to see a lot of characters come in to face mm. off to stop or something's going to happen to stop this from happening. Yeah. Uh, some some fans have have theories, too, about, you know, this larger threat that's even beyond Thrawn and the Night Sisters and, and the the um, uh, what, is, what are they called the, that they attack um, the vein. Oh, what is it? I'm sorry, I'm missing. I'm missing their name because I I never read that that trilogy. The night um, troopers? No, no. That's like there's this this outside threat that comes into the, oh, the galaxy right, and they right. have to like band mm-hmm. together. Um, the Vong, the Vong something. Yeah, or, like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I never read that, but I think that's when Chewbacca dies. He dies yeah. in that 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 saga. So to save Han's um, son. Yeah. So you know. Who 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 knows? It, whatever they are going to do, though, they have to set it up. And right now, um, you know, even even if these episodes didn't move much along, it did open up this whole whole universe and explain to a lot of people, like oh, in, a, yeah. in a much better way than Boba Fett being in a bathtub. Oh, absolutely. You know, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like the yeah. the Anakin flashback, like the fans that can be upset about that. It's just like, come on, like my, we're getting information yeah. here about. My, my my issue with Episode Five was nothing that we saw; it's what we didn't see. You know, uh, because I wanted it to be almost more like a Christmas Carol in a way, or you know, Scrooge, and that I wanted more explanation. I actually just wanted it to be all about Anakin and Ahsoka. Really, I you uh, you could have moved. Uh, all the the Jason and and Hera stuff to another episode. I felt, uh, but it is what it is. But like I I wanted it to be. I love things- the Jason stuff. But no, it, no, it was good. Yeah, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm just saying that like every time I was pulled away from Anakin and Soko, you're like, oh, hurry up and get back, you know. Uh, but it's one of those things where I would have because you know that. Ahsoka, from just little things she said, she's been a soldier her whole life. Uh, she questions in that episode in the flashback, like, all I've known as a soldier, I don't want to fight anymore. I don't want to do these things anymore. This, is what I, this isn't what I was trained for. And you see these things. You see it from um, Qui-Gon saying, uh, I can only protect you. I can't fight a war from you. You hear it from right. uh, Mace Window. You hear it from all these, all these people saying, we're, we're people of the peace, not soldiers. And she's right to question this, this train of thought of, of the yeah. what Anakin is taking her down. And I would have much rather prefer, and, but she feels this guilt of like, what if I would have stayed? What if Anakin would have turned? What would have happened, you know, if I didn't give up? And I think she has bore this burden for so long. And that's really what this episode is about is letting yeah. episode five is letting that go. But yeah. I would have liked to have seen, I like the fights. I like what they did with it, but I would have also liked to have seen consequences. Like, what if she would have stayed? What would have had? And I would have liked to. That's seen a every- show we need Disney to make. Is yeah, the, is the Star Wars what if? I would have liked to have seen the consequences. It's like you know if the the will of the Force. Is what I'm saying. It's like the will of Force is for Anakin to go the route that he did, and it relieves her burden. Because I would have I would have liked to have seen every outcome be worse than what, we, than what we got. Yeah. And so by the time that she makes that decision, she is then Ahsoka the white uh, to be like, I am completely now my own person and I'm whole, you know, I, I think it would have been more rewarding to get that. Um, that's just me. But, okay. Yeah. I don't disagree. Um, with that. I think it'd been awesome. But I, I mean, I also think that I think the way they did it, I thought it was awesome too. Like, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I really, I really, really like that I, episode. I, I mean, that was the first time I, I sat there and I was like, at, at the end of the episode, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my God, that was so good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we had like the like the episode prior when we got to go to the world between mm-hmm. worlds for the first time. It was cool. You got like a second of it. You're like, oh, cool. But after this right. one, I was like, oh my God, that was just like such like a, uh, I don't know, like a, I had like a, a weird connection to it, right? Because it was just something that we've always wanted to kind of I, see, 
right now. Yeah. But like, I, and I think that that episode probably did not land nearly as much for those who did watch or didn't watch Clone Wars versus those who did. Um, and, and there's a lot of stuff in but, there that even people who did watch those won't catch. You know, it's right. like uh, the first battle they're at is the is the siege of Ryloth. Siege of man. Right. Siege of uh, Ryloth. It's, right off, yeah, the three episode yeah. arc, uh, in that, so you can because you and can see she, the Twi'leks in the background, yeah, and, and she uh, she ends up killing like getting some clone troopers killed, and so that's the grief that she's feeling like she gets some clone troopers killed in the, those episodes, so so that is the grief that she's feeling and that guilt that she's feeling, and to see her touch that hand and like have yeah. this connection, like she's she's realizing for the first time and she's reliving it you know, as adult Ahsoka, she's reliving it as, as a child and saying like, this, this is this trauma. I, it, I liked the in-between parts. Again, I liked the part with Jason hearing the lightsabers, yeah, the, so the crossover cool. with the water, yeah. seeing him with chopper. I mean, how cool would it be if yeah. you had chopper as your, as your like dog, basically. I mean, and when Hera leaves Jason, you know, to go fly and search for Ahsoka, it's like, Chopper's there. Chopper will well, so is anybody. so is what's his name? Um, um oh, Hu Yang. Hu Yang. Yeah, Hu yeah. Yang. Yeah. Um, and I love that line too, where Hu Yang, you know, is like explaining. We get Kanan's name for the first time, and he's right, he's right. talking right. to uh, also- the X Wing pilot, and he's just like, okay, like, <laughs> like he's just kind of like, I like that we get that everyday like person that's just kind of like. All right, uh, like, yeah. like, sure, why not? Yeah, like, it's just like he's seen just about everything. Like, you know, yeah, okay. yeah. I also might Literally. have read in. I also might have read in this a little bit too much, but you know, the very opening scene of Episode Six, uh, when they're just sitting there in the ship in the belly of the mm-hmm. whale, uh, and she, you know, he's like, I remember the story. She's like, Oh yes, the history of. Yeah, you know, the, the world, galaxy one, the two, and three. And of course, the first she goes, one was better. Was the best, yeah. yeah. And I, uh-huh. I was like, Ah, I was like, that's a little bit of. The original trilogy is the best yep. trilogy. Oh, and I, I I do love how the story he ended up telling the story started off, yeah, in a galaxy ago, far, far away. Oh, that, that come on, that the, mm-hmm. that was so. I don't know if if you didn't get Star Wars fan chills from that, like, well, there's, have yeah, no balls. Cool. there's a know. there's a lot of stuff that's chills. Like even at the end of Episode Five, when she is, you know, and I'll be I'll, I'll find in my promise. Like that yeah. got me. I was like, oh, you know, and mm, and then yeah. um. I've got like tons and has no like I don't know if you guys noticed that either. Like the uh the last fight. Oh, so to go back to what we were talking about earlier with the uh you know him in the world which more was flipping between Vader and Anakin yeah. all the time. That's kind of like what I thought a lot of that was is that because when you're in the world between worlds, time doesn't exist, it's all mm-hmm. one thing, and so you see a lot of echoes in the lines. Uh, of like, then you will die, you know, which is, mm-hmm. he says that, you know, because he said that to her in Rebels. He's, you know, they just, and so and she and, says, I will not fight you. I will not Luke. fight you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but and she even, she doesn't say, I won't fight you, but like, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, but she says, you know, I won't go, I won't leave, not, not ever again. And it's kind of the same thing. There's a lot of, uh, mirroring you know there's always mirroring and yeah but. no but i mean it wasn't too heavy-handed and i i liked the fact that we were seeing the duality of anakin play out we see the light side and the dark side mm-hmm. being balanced on an edge almost you know and he's he with that moment where he's having her he he's basically if you say like he's putting her through the trials he's having her face her biggest fear which exactly. is vader yeah right and she overcomes that disarms him Right and and throws the weapon down and that's that's so, kind of so what she's I was done getting. that twice now. Well, she didn't win the first fight, but she went through it twice. She went right? through it. So she, yeah, it's like essentially said, a second like trial. Well, that's why I think this is was her trials like to become a Jedi is yeah. because y- you see him going back and forth between because like it's like he says everything I am you are so that weakness that's in him that rage is mm-hmm. in her just like it is in him, and yeah. then when she beats him or actually because you see him so you know actually that last fight if you guys notice it it's beat for beat the same fight he has with obi-wan on mustafar is it his back is to her you know he comes around like he grabs her arm and tries to like do everything he did to obi-wan and Hmm. uh, and i mean i can't confirm that but i know it's it's a lot of it's very similar uh and then like i'm saying like and then he didn't she didn't fully go and kill him she could have uh, yeah, and then I think in that moment, you know, 
the good comes in it. And you can view that two different and, ways. Like, and did, that's, did she save him in that moment or did she just simply pass the trial? I she have passed no the idea. trial and she yeah. chose life. It was right. a life or death thing. If she had chosen right. to, to, to kill him, I, I think she that she would have died. died. Right. You know, like that was, that was her. I, I like that we don't see how she entered into the world between worlds or got out of it, but how it occurred or how we saw it, like with the stars dissolving into water and the water comes up from her. Um, yeah. And then we see the ghost, the effects of the ghost on the water was just so sweet. It was just such a, a, a great visual image of that ship. Um, getting into to episode six, um, you know, and, and I know we've we've talked about it, but we haven't talked about the grand the grand admiral throne, the, the entrance beyond entrances. That was crazy. dude. I mean, I, I do. I, okay, can, I, can I ask a, a real dumb question here? Sure. Are we introducing freaking zombie troopers? Like, yep. Those are Night Sister reincarnated uh, clones. So what, 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 not, what is not, it? Not all of them, but I think some of them are. So, uh I have so many notes about this. I this, think this this episode, uh, Filoni really dwell a uh, dive deep into mythology and history in this, and and little details that are in the soldiers and things that are happening. Uh, like you see all the gold, uh, mm-hmm. the gold melding of the armor and all that stuff. That's very Japanese. Yeah. Uh, you see the, the the death masks or the Roman uh, cavalry masks. Yeah, uh, you see all, so many things that happen. I mean, even the fact the- that his name is Enoch from the book of genesis yes you know like it's like there's so many things that are in it that are implying that the red the red gauze that's wound around them which is the same as what the night sisters Sisters. right yeah Yeah. and And then the fact that she said uh morgan saw i saw the catacombs and you you see them moving mm -hmm. boxes so you assume that there's gonna be an army of the dead yep yep yeah uh there's (laughs) night sisters hit a lot harder in, in, in yeah. you know, than in the cartoon, right? Like, as much as I absolutely love the character, yeah, I can't stop seeing fat Elon Musk. With okay, thank you, thank you. I, I also see him as that. It's something about the black hair. I'm, yeah, I'm just like, yeah. But the voice is just, I'm the so voice glad they cast him because I, it's I absolutely too. spot. I mean, obviously, obviously it's spot on. It's the same voice it, actor. It's, yeah, it's it, the voice it, actor from the it show. It was the perfect transition, I feel like. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that non-fans that haven't seen that, that, you know, but I felt like the fact that he's done the voice and he's done that character, he knows that character yeah. even deeper and maybe maybe more complex than, than just another actor that would, would come in and try to portray it in their own way. You know, it's just like, it really jumped off the page to me. Dude, in his star destroyer. Oh that my was gosh. So cool. Like the and patches. Even, the, the patches. Yeah. Everything, are, yeah. Oh, the damage, from, so the damage cool. from the end of rebels is still mm-hmm. there. It's everything yep. is it was so cool. And like, they they kind of essentially turned it into like a almost like a zeppelin. How he kind of like falls over, you know, he parks it on top of that little altar. That was from the so. That was not only do we get the altar scene where we're meeting the night sisters. We come out. We see them floating these orbs that go around yep. Sabine. We see all of this cool stuff, and then his entrance and seeing that you know we've always been like oh okay like that's a cool little part where 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 ships park. But to see it float down like that, and then it was awesome. In. They did it. They did a really good. I um, I, I loved every minute of that. So, especially as a as someone who's read Heir to the Empire, grown up, you know, oh, yeah. with even, with Thrawn, seeing him come to life, the way they did the even, skin and the eyes, yeah. everything, like, like, even even gave me Ezra his blue eyes, which was great. Yeah. Uh, uh, but the one you were, the, you were the, concerned the, about that, I was. Um, but <laughs> I remember when, you well, talked about it way back. Way back when, yeah. yeah. Uh, but like, even go back to the books, you know, uh, even the loose thread, you know, is implied in this as well. In the fact that it's no longer Rook, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, Sabine, and mm-hmm. so you wonder what's going to happen with that. 
Yeah, I mean, it was it was such a great moment between the two of them as well. And, you know, Sabine has really, uh, the actress that plays her has really grown on me. Like, I, mm. uh, you I, know. I, I thought I never had any doubt with her. I felt yeah. she was always Sabine. She really, she, she holds she's, the room. I think she's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and her fight scene? Oh, my gosh. Like, That's it's probably... Only Sorry, till ahead. the very end where she pulls out the lightsaber. And, and I just, I loved every minute of that. We get uh, to see her use the, you don't like it. Beskar. No. You get to use her, use her Beskar. She shoots out that thing that wraps around the guy and shocks yeah. him. Like It's one of my favorite things was her deflecting a laser bolt back into a guy's face. It was one of the best okay. things ever. I think it was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I thought her scene, her fight scenes were, 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 were very cool. Like, so, that's one thing that we've gotten in this um, in this series that I think we've gotten so much of, and I, I'm ready for more. Yeah, is fight choreography. Like you think about like the amount of fight scene we've gotten at least two fight scenes in every episode, right? Yeah, um, and it's just been really solid. I mean, and they've the, the fit into the story. That, yeah, and the difference between that and like um, uh, uh, the Mandalorian, or even you know, whatever, like the book of Boba Fett, maybe not, not, not even an Obi-Wan actually. Like we didn't really get a lot of that choreography and like all like the, the, the dance of the, of the lightsaber duels. Right. And, or even the shootouts. And we've gotten tons of it in, yeah. this, in this series and they've done a really good job. And I was actually thinking about, thinking about the earlier when Nick, what you were mentioning kind of like the, the different fighting stances and stuff like, I'm not, you know, attuned enough to that to, to like, hey, okay, oh, hey, that's the stance that Obi Wan used in, you know, whatever episode, right? I mean, I think that all kind of came to light with with the, his his fight against Darth Maul in in Rebel um, in Clone Wars. Wait, Clone Wars, right? Rebels, Rebels. Sorry, like I think we got to, I I got to kind of appreciate a little bit more of that scene because of the different fighting scenes of kind of going back and forth, and I never really thought of it that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there's a story behind behind every every fight, right? There's a story between behind every choreography, um, and I, it it was really cool to kind of see her on her own fighting and, and taking on like what four or five, you know, um, like what they, what were they? They were like um, the natives of that land. Yeah, they were like, like scavengers or kind of raiders. Sca- yeah, like, scavengers. Like... Um, it, it, I thought it was really cool. And it, it, hey, you know what? We we got introduced to this series is uh, Porg. We got introduced to this series is like, the turtle uh, baby, baby Yoda, ba- ba- baby Yoda, and that's the fucking turtles, dude. I loved them. I I was like, <laughs> fr- when when we first met that first turtle, I'm like, I'm like, that's the Frodo Baggins of Star Wars. Like, yeah, he I, even had the outfit on. Like, he did. like yeah. yeah, he did. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, oh boy, oh boy, here we go. This is gonna be cheesy. And I was like, yeah, te- I kind of love him. Yeah. I kind of love him. <laughs> It had very much Ewok vibes, you know, yeah, and, and yeah, Return of the Jedi. Actually, what yeah. I thought of, I thought of them as Pikeys, like from a uh, uh, Snatch, because you can't understand oh. what they're saying. You know, they're yeah. saying, like, you know, like, what yeah. are they saying? You know, it's just Pikey. And then when they see their village and they're all like, kind of like, mm-hmm. in a circle, like, like uh, caravans. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is what it reminded me of. It, uh, it, it, but it also first, works like, with. It's going to be real cheesy, but they, it worked. But it, it also works. works with who Ezra is and who he would probably end up being with because well, of yeah. his ability to communicate with animals. With animals, yeah. right. right? And like, I, I, it, it also gave me a um, a Frozen vibe for anyone who's seen Frozen with their oh, kids right. or on their own. Mm-hmm. The little well, rock, the rock, the rock trolls, right? Yeah. It, well, it really to me like a lot of Star Wars they they reference westerns. And this one, right. this particularly, uh, when she defeats them and then she's searching, which is it, that's what it is. It's the searchers with John Wayne, uh, is that when she finds Ezra, it's the same as with this. The searchers Western is about a young girl who got kidnapped by Native Americans and has lived amongst them for years. And so naturally, John Wayne and this guy have been searching for years for this girl. And it's the same thing. And that, like, you know, once they find her, she's, you know, been accepted within the native american population mm-hmm. and same thing so to me that was kind of like an homage to searchers uh you know it's the same as with mandalorian especially season one it was just you know, one western right. after the other right like, just like oh this episode's this western samurai western yeah um before i before i forget um chris this made i was thinking about the night sisters and we do this other podcast called the rcad and we happen to be thinking about disco songs, but I had the song Night Fever. Night Sister. Night, night Sister. sister. <laughs> yeah. I, uh-huh. 
Yeah. You know, that, that was interesting to me as well. Like the whole night sisters thing. And that it's once again, it's, there's a lot of mythology, very subtle. And some of it's over the, you know, right hitting you on the head with it in that you have the, uh, the mother, the crone and the, uh, uh, the other one, but you know, yet they're in threes. And mm-hmm. then, you know, always it's a triangle, like Sabine's, uh, right. The window for her cell is a triangle, like Sith, mm-hmm. one point, one leader. Uh, then of course, what happens when they find her and they immediately recognize her as kind of a Jedi. It's like they, 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 uh, imprison her in a triangle. Like, you know, everything mm-hmm. is done that way. And then you look at like, the, because, you know, the night sisters aren't Sith, they're dark side users right but they it comes their power comes from somewhere else which is always really intriguing to me because we don't know much about it yet and uh you assume witches you know they're pagans they come from Mm -hmm. nature they come from the natural thing and so everything that they've left behind you know where they originally had the map and the and the the sphere yeah and uh it all comes from the earth like even in the games like i mean i figured chris would chime in here with uh with the uh uh jedi survivor or whatever it was called what's the game that you liked Chris. which one uh the one oh the oh, oh oh um um yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, shoot uh give me a second but anyway <laughs> uh you know like there's a lot when you see the night sisters even in that video game you have the orbs you have all these things that you puzzles you have to figure out mm-hmm. and then like you even see like when the uh the map is cut in two it's right. full of gears mm-hmm. and you know you kind of start thinking are these the, the, the zypho which is this ancient Jedi survivor uh yeah survivor yeah sorry yeah and you know did the zypho who were wiped out did they evolve into the night sisters in the star wars galaxy not the new galaxy we've been introduced to uh there's just a lot of stuff that you can really overthink <laughs> well it it is cool that we we see this temple on Perid- peridia I think mm-hmm. is what it was called. Mm-hmm. We see the temple there, but where they left, we see an exact duplicate of that temple, yeah. but it's in yep. ruins. It's in and ruins, now we yeah. can kind of see see how they they connect and how they relate to each it's other. It's very Stonehenge, so. you know. It's, yeah, that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Like as in pagan, it's very right. like of the celestial bodies, you know, in, right. in the in the universe. Yeah. Um. Okay, so um, we we mentioned Enoch. What do you think his story is? That's I mean, good. he's got that gold, gold face, which um, I mean, just going know. off the biblical tale, I assume mm-hmm. he has died so many times that he basically believes him to be immortal at this point, uh, because mm-hmm. that's what Enoch did. Enoch in the Bible or the Old Testament never died. God just took him, you know. Uh, so I assume that's kind of what it's like. And then, you know, and the same as with the ones with the red bands on them, like yeah. they've died and the night sisters have put them back to life. The same as we saw with the, uh, the inquisitor, you know, if any of them get mm-hmm. hit, they're just going to go, you know, and right. Fart dust. We, yeah. we could see, I mean, if, if they come back to the galaxy, we could see Marak again, right. you know, essentially, theoretically, uh, not that, not that we're, we're trying, you know, like we need him. But Enoch, cool, cool uh, stormtrooper with the the human face, you know, uh, all out of gold. But um, even 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 Balin and Shin are mm-hmm. gods too. Like they're from Norse mythology. You know, they were two wolves in Norse mythology that chased the sun and the moon mm-hmm. uh, until Ragnarok. And so that's, I mean, that's I mean, there's always mythology somewhere in Star Wars right. if you know what you're looking for. And you see that when they ride their wolves, like Balin has a dark wolf, she has a light wolf, mm-hmm. and it's it's always stuff that you can well. Get and into. Uh, we we didn't talk too much about those those wolves, but that the rat dog, mm-hmm. uh, you know, horse like creature, uh, was mm. was a fun fun scene as well. Um, seeing seeing that interaction with with Sabine, um, and and how it acted like a dog, um, and and just kind of. How, the level of detail that they they put into that creature it wasn't just like like oh i mean they they made it uh it was very convincing Legitimate. yeah um good. the uh balin mentions boken jedi the jedi that basically are raised kind of in the wild which was yeah. kind of a cool uh new term in the in the jedi lexicon now i i kind of felt this was a way of showing a little bit of arrogance by balin and that mm-hmm. it's kind of like saying, oh, he was just a rube or a, a hillbilly Jedi. He's not really a Jedi because he was trained with wooden sticks. He wasn't really trained. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I think that could be, you know, uh, kind of like the emperor, you know, when Luke says, you know, your overconfidence is your weakness. Mm-hmm. And I think that can kind of come back around probably to bite Balin. But it's it's mm. interesting though that he rejects character. he rejects certain Jedi things, but then you know she yeah. also has the Jedi braid. He has yeah. an affinity for him too. So yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so he's definitely walking that gray, quote unquote, you know, or maybe that's why we have this more orangey lightsaber from from them. Perhaps they're not, you know, true Sith in that way, and the fact that they've, um, I don't know. Um, Let's see. What else did I have here in my notes? Um, Night Sisters, Night Sisters. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one thing that drove me just, just slightly nuts was when Sabine finally sees Ezra. Yeah. And she doesn't tell him that we defeated the the Emperor and the, and the Empire. Like, no, we'll talk about that later. Like, no, you will tell me now. <laughs> you yeah. don't have any idea how long I've been well, she, waiting. She said, like, we, we won, or she said something of, of, of the sort of, like, yeah, well, it he, worked. He just said it worked, didn't it? It worked, yeah. Didn't it? Didn't yeah. it? And she's like, ah, yeah, well, I'll get to that. <laughs> well, she was she was brushing him off because she didn't want to say what she did to get there. Yeah, I get it. You know, so um, so that's why she was just kind of like, like any person that's like done something wrong, right? Mm. Uh, it's like, oh, I don't really want to talk about that right now. Let's just talk about the good things. So, right. Um. Yeah. Uh. It would have been. I was surprised that that episode went as long as it did. I was. I was wanting more. So when it stopped, I was just like, no, come on. You know, like I really, I really wish these episodes were just a full hour, you know, just like, oh, yeah, me too. but they, I, they, they could have cut the end of that episode and it would be like when she sees Ezra and mm-hmm. she moves towards him and they could have cut it right there. But yeah, I think they, they intentionally left that, that like, well, and we had relationship that... build. Well, and we had that scene, too, where the creatures are looking at them. And it was kind of funny because they'd set this up earlier in episode one where it's it's like he says, like, well, you know, I always kind of thought of you like a sister. I'm like, check the tapes, dude. You had a crush on her in like seasons one and two, like hardcore. Okay, Mm -hmm. so so (laughs) so they're going to do it. uh, And then so they kind of had more of an (laughs) ooh moment with the uh, the creatures there. We also had that moment where Thrawn is basically like. You know, I want to know everything about Ahsoka's master, which I thought was interesting because we know Thrawn right. has a history with Anakin. We know that he's he's a master manipulator. So, um, but does he re- know that they were Anakin and, and Ahsoka were uh, a pair? Does he know that? I I assume that he's going to try to find. I mean, he asks about that. He's like, I want to find out who her master was. So. Mm-hmm. I just kind of assumed that like he's going to, you know, like I don't know why why they would have yeah. that that information on hand or where, but uh, it definitely sets up for if if he is kind of already second guessing or, or thinking because he he's one of a few people in the ga- in the galaxy, if you will, um, that knows uh, Anakin's story. Yeah, and such a. Such a great foe. I can only imagine that the Filoni movie is is dealing with the the threat of Thrawn. You know, mm-hmm. like like he seems like I realize that that maybe people want a bigger threat than than Thrawn, but come on, he's he's kind of like he's kind of like this galaxy. Thrawn's a, a bridge to the means of what we're gonna get. Yeah, I don't think he's yeah. gonna he's not gonna be the keynote, right? He's gonna be the. I, I, the story I, between the story. I don't know how okay. much Filoni will allow or how much they're going to get into the origins or get into the sequel trilogy, but mm-hmm. I have a feeling because you see it already when they do reference uh, Senator Organa. Yeah. You know, she has a history of even going against the, the New Republic. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a feeling that with the Thrawn movie, that will be like the moment where she begins the resistance. Because mm. the New Republic is so impotent to yeah. to to see a threat when it's mm-hmm. clearly in their face, right? Yeah, that would that would be. I wonder how they're going to deal with that because she's, you know, we're true. supposedly never going to get any more Carrie Fisher. So unless they're going to use her voice or a hologram on something, like mm. I, I just don't, yeah. you know. So yeah, and this apparently was the first use of James Earl Jones's. Uh, AI voice. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, because they did purchase the rights to his voice right. for future Star Wars, which I didn't. I did just learn that actually not too long ago. Um, yeah. 
Uh, well, that's cool. Um, I mean, Darth Vader will live on forever <laughs> that way. Um, what what else you got in your notes there, Nick? I, I, I know because like, we've skipped all over. So that's, we have <laughs> we so have skipped things. over a, a lot of different. Uh, I mean, we saw Maldalorians in, in episode mm -hmm. five. I didn't mention that. That was a cool thing. We saw the battle of uh, Mandalore uh, with Ahsoka. Uh, again, young Ahsoka doing a, a cool double slash move with her lightsabers. Also, if you follow Ahsoka's lightsabers, it was a really cool transition to see her use the green lightsaber, one, singular, mm -hmm. and then to see how she advances and she's using the, the pair Anakin gives her when she returns um and uh the double the double blue so um yeah i'm uh, thoughts about moving forward where do you see like what do you think might might happen in the next couple because we basically uh have two Matt, more episodes to go yeah i assume it's gonna end on a cliffhanger uh, i we all guess yeah because there's not much you could do i assume that they'll stop them at some point you know where, where they're not going to jump back to the star wars universe in this mm -hmm. season anyhow hmm. but yeah i okay. could be wrong uh i assumed i i guess i don't know why but i just always assumed that the jump back would be the, the cliffhangers that thrawn would be on his way could you know? be i mean because you know we, we know soka is coming and he knows nothing about soka thrawn i mean right uh so that's going to be a big threat and uh it's sad to learn that uh all of the whales go there to die yeah. So it's oh kind of, yeah, it's crap. Talk about that. Like, yeah, they were, they were like flying through like fossils of mm -hmm. dead whales. Not to mention the fact that he gave the uh, the standing order to destroy them as, they, as, yes. as soon as they come into orbit. Yeah, pretty brutal. Uh, Which I wonder if, if that's not the first time he's done that. Oh, that's a good, good, good theory. Uh, I love the bones floating in space. Um, I made some artwork like maybe about a year ago of like bone like like bone carcasses in, in space so i was when i was seeing it, i was like i was both creatively jealous and and also like just uh just loved it so it was, i mean it was i mean with the pergil right i mean we've only seen we've only seen pergil in the in the clone wars i'm sorry rebels rather in mm -hmm. in this show in the in a in a in like a, an, a presence in which they're just kind of like godly Right, we we don't have we don't see a mortality for them. And I think right. we saw that we saw the first of that in this yeah. episode, right? right? Where we saw like, okay, they're not this godlike creature; they're just yeah, they're just creature. creatures. Yeah, it was. It was cool the space the hyperspace sorry Nick uh, no but that hyperspace that we saw with the the Pergil was different than the usual hyperspace that we see with other yeah. vehicles which was cool cool introduction that the fact that there's a whole other well, I think it's because they're going way faster than right right yeah, but I mean technology that's like, yeah. yeah I mean the the uh, the thought that struck me I don't know a few days after episode five or maybe it was six but um was, you know, this is happening at the exact same time that season three of Mandalorian is happening. Mm -hmm. And so when we saw the Pergil in season three of Mandalorian with uh, Grogu looking through right. his little thing and seeing the mm -hmm. Pergil to the left, that could have been the exact same moment yeah. that that they're going and he is sensing Ahsoka there. Right. Or, and so it's just little thoughts. You're like, oh, that, that makes sense. That's cool. Um. All right, I know, I know um, we're we're trying to keep this to an hour. So, uh, any other last last thoughts though, uh, Chris or, or Nick, about where you think this this show might head with any uh, other? I don't know. I mean, I, characters I think, I think or things that might be we're, we're being introduced to a whole new um, mythology within Star Wars that no one has seen or heard, mm -hmm. right? Which I think is actually really kind of cool. Fresh, and it's being done by Dave Filoni, and I'm all for it. So. I think we're going to be introduced to something that no one's expecting. I think we're going to be introduced to something that's probably going to be the extension of the Star Wars universe for years to come. Um, and I'm all for it, man. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see more um, fat blue Elon Musk. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, actually, I mean, I, 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 he's, it's, he's it's, definitely it's, been they, eating well. You know? Dude, they did his eyes right I don't know if you saw that or not. There was like a one scene where you really saw his eyes. Yes. His eyes were glowing. And I thought that was like, that was really badass. Um, I want to see know, more Thrawn. 
he seems to put on some pounds because he used to be a little more slim back in the day. Well, but, you know, he's living off the know. land there. Well, I, I even I even like little things like he's probably like, eating whale, space whale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Blubber. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I love attention to detail. And so mm-hmm. things like that, like even Thrawn, who was very meticulous and very, you know, professional. You see his uniform has little bitty tatters on it because yeah. he's yes. clearly been away, you know, for a long well, time. It, it which, also makes which you wonder. Also, yes. Yeah. I think you're on the same page as I am. There's there's it this makes you spot. wonder, is he whole? Hmm. Oh, is he whole? No, I was thinking like, was this from from even a battle with Ezra? Because oh, yeah, clearly, like, why has he given up hope on Ezra? Like, why why even find Ezra? Like he clearly sees it as a pawn that just it doesn't maybe he was obsessed with finding Ezra for a while. Maybe I... they lost too many men. Maybe he had him, you know. I love yeah. the fact that there is a history here with Ezra Thrawn being on this planet that maybe that can be an explored in a book or a comic or right. something, or even a flashback. You know, I didn't think about the uniform thing until you just mentioned that Nick. And that's mm. significant because he yeah. is like captain dry cleaning. Yeah. He actually redesigned. <laughs> no, no, right. he, he actually yeah, redesigned right. his uniform uh, against the, uh, against the, what was it? The Empire, like the Empire's uh, code, right? Like that was actually in one of the books. I forgot which book it was in, but he actually had the tailor alter his Grand Admiral uniform, which completely went against everything that's ever been expected by the Empire. And because he's super particular, um, and the fact that he was war- wearing like a tattered uniform, mm-hmm. I think, is intentional. And I don't, I don't think that I think we're we're probably going to see a little bit more reason behind that. Oh yeah, little little Easter eggs uh, that I had written down. I mm-hmm. had more, and I've spoken about some of them. You know, little things that I just like to notice. Um, and I, I I usually can't stand it if you do a quote verbatim. You know, uh, we lost Chris. <laughs> Whoops, we had a Jack, he's, Jack moment. Yeah, he's in the world between worlds. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm all right. Literally, uh, his screen's just black. <laughs> at the end of episode five, when um. The droid, uh, who young, who young, you know, when young Huyang. says, uh, you know, I think that's well, I'll get closer to ah. one of the big ones, and then what is Ahsoka's line? Yeah, that'll do, which is oh, the same oh. as the asteroid. With you know, yeah, I'll get closer to one of the big ones, that'll, mm-hmm. yeah, that'll, that'll work nicely, you know, like the things like that. Uh, there's a picture of Kanan on the dashboard, of right? The ghost, uh. The tricorder that Hera was using is the same one that Han was using in Han Hoth on Empire Strikes Back. Uh, there's a lot of little stuff I wrote down. Um, I, you know, one of the things I didn't mention was that, you know, uh, going back to Ahsoka, I think her embracing herself was much like how Yoda never told Luke that you have to defeat Vader. He mm-hmm. just said you have to confront Vader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he made himself vulnerable the same way that Sidious made himself vulnerable to switch Anakin. And I kind of felt Ahsoka was the same thing. Like this one is that she had to stop trying to control things and just surrender to the will of the force, which that showed a lot with her trusting the whale of just like reaching out and like mm-hmm. going into the belly of Jonah and the whale mm-hmm. in a way. Uh there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of mythology. There's a lot of storytelling if you really want to read into it in these two episodes. Uh, like Chris said, you know, it's uh, there's a whole world that can be built on these two episodes, uh, which I said I appreciated. But, but me being a plot person, it's like I want to get going. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, there, you have to introduce these characters. You do. So the, so the character of Thrawn, just, I mean, yes, he has cool. to have his entrance. But we also have to see how he's a tactician and how he's ma- manipulating people, what he really cares about. I mean, he he's he wants Balin to, to, to die as well. So like he he sees right. him as a usable right. commodity, basically, right. um, which I think is important. It's important to understand where where what and Balin basically thinks of Thrawn as basically up to this point. We thought Thrawn was the end goal for Balin. But no, no. there's something yeah. larger there. And I like that. I like that there's layers that are kind of unfolding. So in a way, having those those moments does move things forward because we're like, oh, OK, there is yeah. more to this, this this character or their intentions. So yeah. another um, thing I had written down, um, 
and last this is, thing. Yeah, last thing. Sorry. <laughs> the last thing I had written down was uh, going back to Lord of the Rings references, you know, whereas when we had, you know, Ahsoka the White in episode five, mm-hmm. in episode six, in the very kind of beginning, when you get to the, the new planet, uh, it's a lot like Middle Earth. You know, the mm-hmm. uh, the Night mm-hmm. Sisters uh, castle looks like Miran's Tirith. Uh, the statues yeah. that you see look like the kings of old, you know, with the hands mm-hmm. out. Uh, and then Balin and Shin, when they ride out on their wolves, are just like the ring race. Like it's the mm. same kind of yeah. scene. It's yeah, a, that's it's cool. a lot of totally. There's, there's I was some... trying to place that statue there. I, I, it was it was reminding me of something, and I couldn't quite place it. But that that's exactly what it is. It's the statues. The yeah. the ma- the the ones with the the mouths open kind of reminded me of H.R. Geiger, like that artwork, you know, and, and yeah. some of that. Uh, and also the ship that comes down, um, that comes off of the hyperspace ring, that that uh, that spaceship, it looks the very Dune. Yeah, yeah, the gold ship. It looks very Dune-esque. Um, yeah, and it's, a, yeah and it's, it's Dune-esque. Yeah. And then yeah, even, like, um, shit, I, so I have that written down too. Yeah, uh, it, I love the design oh, of that ship. But like Balin was dead on, like when he's talking about how he, I think, uh, I'm not sure when, but you know, the, the Night Sisters basically say that they rode the whales to the Star Wars universe back in the past, very mm-hmm. much like in Dune, how they rode the, mm-hmm. the sandworms. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of. Uh, I love it. I love it. Things yeah. that are blended. Um, well, um, on that note, I know we can continue to talk, um, but keeping this, this at an hour, uh, we'd like to hear from you the listeners we know that you listen you know send us an email we've got a great email we've got a great guy that writes and creates titles for things um <laughs> his name's chris uh the force is well done at gmail.com send us your emails thoughts what did you think about these episodes uh tell us why nick's wrong and so <laughs> never wrong what was it i was gonna say uh Send us an email because we, we got two episodes left in the season. Yeah, I'm thinking that if you uh, want to have a recap of next week and the, the, the finale, or should we do just one more episode in two weeks? I, don't, I wonder what, what the uh, listeners would like to hear. Um, yeah, let us know. <laughs> you, you your go. vote, your vote and voice can can help. Uh, become a patron, help us out, uh, help this show out uh, by go going to janjack.com. Uh, some patrons that make this show possible. There's a bunch, um, but there are four that we mentioned at the end of this show. I've got some names for them. I know Chris is going to make fun of these, but I will. They they are based on this this Clone War memory, Maggie. Okay, because it's a Clone War memory. See, oh, okay, Clone War memory, Maggie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I know I use this one a lot for for Joanne, but it, come on, Shadow Warrior. Shadow Thrawn, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the title, yeah. Shadow Warrior. Uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Nicely done. Okay, yeah, one out of three yeah. so far. And Captain Enoch Eckhart. Just the two easy. Or, two or three okay. in that. Okay. Kind of like how, how Nick rated these, these episodes. Hey, I didn't hate <laughs> them. I just, you know. I think this is the least critical Nick's been of all the episodes. I, I, these have been some... The thing about Ahsoka, it's been a stair step for me. Yeah. First episode, mm-hmm. second episode, third episode, fourth episode, and it's just I just keep going up with my with my love and, and adoration. adoration it's situation. like it's like I said, I didn't hate them, you know, uh, just to defend myself a little bit. But it's just one of those things where, like, when episode five dropped and all like the diehard fanboys were just like, "Oh my god, it's so good!" I just kind of was like. Sell me why it's so good. Like, I mean, I get why it's good, but I didn't love it. I it was I wasn't on the account because here, here's because here's the thing. Here, here's the difference, Nick. You know, we're we are uh, happily living with amongst Generation X, right? <laughs> now, if you think about like who is the biggest audience for the Clone Wars and for uh, Rebels, it's not yeah, us. It's not us, yeah. right? It's an entire generation of millennials and Gen mm. Zers who have been introduced to Star Wars mm-hmm. via Clone Wars and or Rebels as kids growing up, right? So you have an, it's an entire new generation of Star Wars fans that 
did not come from the same place that we all did. And that that was like the nerd climax that they were looking for. <laughs> like it lived, it's, it's what it is, man. Like, because, because I mean, we, even we got excited for it, but that's what they were born and bred on I, for Star Wars. I so, still so to have that return for them is, is I, I think, I think that's why we're seeing so many of like these reaction videos of people crying and like going crazy and be like, Oh my God, it's Rex. Ah, ah. Like, I, I think we all really enjoy the hell out of it, but there's people who that's what they know. Right, and that's what they. I I with. honestly didn't think we were going to get anything world between worlds to the very end of this yeah. this series. So the fact that it went there, it introduced us to the concept. I do think that it can play out with what Balin has in mind. Um, it makes sense logically as as like a plot structure too. Like like mm. what power could he be in search of? What power have we seen at the old temple that is probably at this temple here in this other galaxy? Um, and that's you know so. Uh, a portal or a gate which could could bring him the ultimate power the power just, to change yeah. history it just occurred to me um because you know i've been saying ezra could be the son but balin could be the son right you know i that makes more sense in a way in the fact that it's ahsoka versus balin mm-hmm. you know the son and daughter versus each other right with anakin in the middle uh that makes more sense so well, I guess we'll we'll see, we'll find and, out. and uh, we'll be back in in about a week or two weeks, depending on what what we're Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, thanks for joining us. This show was one in a million. Thanks for everybody that made this show possible, and and thank you to my co-hosts, you know, for not crap on Kanan. Oh, nice. <laughs>